In the Break Room Podcast from TWU Local 555, I'm Eric Peterson from PDX Ops. And I'm Al Days, MKE Milwaukee. And hopefully this is not your first time tuning into our podcast. If you are, we are the communication arm of the local. Last week, we talked to District 5 representative Yolanda Long. You really liked that one, didn't you, Al? I really did. I, you know, the, the thing that stuck out to me was her uh, importance of knowing the ground ops manual. You got I it. I thought that was great. Yeah, it's pretty much our, our second Bible. Black one is our first Bible. That's, That's our right. second Bible. You follow both of those, you can see why, yay. That's right. Next on the break room, District 6 representative Tyler Clough coming up next. All right, in the break room, District 6 representative Tyler Clough. Tyler, thanks for coming in. You're very welcome. I spent a lot of time in your district. I'm from District 8, but I spent a lot of time in District 6 for vacation reasons. Why don't you tell everybody where District 6 is? What stations does it involve? District 6 is pretty much the southwest part of the country. We have cities in West Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, and Southern California. And the actual cities are Lubbock, Midland, El Paso, Albuquerque, uh, Tucson, Phoenix, San Diego, Orange County, Burbank, and Ontario. So like biggest city would be Phoenix. What would the smallest one be? Uh, The smallest one is Lubbock and Midland. They both are about the same. All right. So that gives us an idea, you know, where it's at. So just learn a little bit about you. How long you've been with the company and how long have you been in union leadership? Well, I've been with the company for 27 years. Uh, Started in 1994. um, And I've been uh, various uh, union positions. I was a station rep when I was in provisioning back in the uh, early 2000s. And then after that, uh, I was an alternate district rep in 2015. Uh, 2016, I became the district rep, and I've been the district rep ever since then. So what made you want to make the jump from a station rep to an alternate district rep all the way to running for election and becoming a a district rep? I was always interested from the time I got hired in the contract and in the union and the role of the union. I was one of those uh, break room nerds, I guess you could say, that was always reading the contract. I did have an opportunity to be a station rep uh, when I was in provisioning, but when I came back to the ramp, Phoenix ramp had a union rep already in place and he continued to be the union rep helped out where I could. I always offered my assistance because I wanted to get involved. I actually ran for district rep uh, a couple of times before I was asked to be the alternate rep. But this was just something I've always had an interest in, uh, in the contract, in grievances, and the whole process. No, it's funny you brought up, you know, break room nerds, you know, and talking to the different district reps. The one thing that we've gotten from all of them is that they want their members senior junior and even these new hires coming in to be more informed and be more involved and that seems like it's something important to you because that's how you got going uh that is very important it is amazing if you open up the contract how many times you're going to find something that you might not have realized was in there and it's so important for all of us to understand what is in the contract to know what our rights are and know what we can stand up for So with the different types of stations that you have down in District 6, from really big ones like Phoenix to small ones like like Lubbock, what are your priorities across the board for representing your district? My number one priority, obviously, is education. Every time I go into the break rooms and talk with the membership, I want them to understand, you know, what the contract is, what are some of the rules and guidelines that that are going to affect them. One thing that I've always uh, preached is, you know, the importance of maintaining your side of badge. 
Sometimes things can happen outside of work that can affect your side of badge. And if it does, you're going to lose a job. And, and it's amazing how many people don't really understand that. So I'm all about protecting everybody's job, knowing what the contract is, knowing what your rights are, and uh, knowing how to, how to stand up and fight for your rights. Yeah, I mean, mistakes are going to be made, but protecting yourself from an unforced error like letting your side of badge expire would be one of those that you could really get ahead of. Absolutely. And, and also, you know, things that happen outside of work, uh, you know, involvement with law enforcement, you know, DUIs, things like that, all those things can actually affect your job. And, and I've worked with a lot of members and helping them navigate those, those difficult issues in their lives. But it's important that everybody understands um, how, how it can affect them. I think people might be surprised by that because I would I would assume that most people would think that they're protected by their union representatives when they're at work for union business. But you're actually there for them as, you know, a mentor, a lawyer, an agent, uh, a manager for everything because you need them at work. Uh, absolutely. I've actually uh, spoken with people's attorneys, defense attorneys, uh, because they didn't understand what type of settlements needed to happen for them to be able to keep their job. Because a lot of times somebody might commit a crime, uh, not even realize it or, or, you know, just, you know, everybody makes their mistakes, but then they get with their attorney and their attorney says, well, here, we got a great deal for you. Plead guilty, no jail time, no fines, no nothing. And in a year it'll come off your record. Well, the problem is now you've got a guilty plea on your record. And if the background check happens, you're going to lose your side of badge. And so I've actually uh, spoken with defense attorneys to help them understand this is what they need to be able to maintain their job. One thing that we've been asking everybody, you've kind of touched a little bit on it already, is what can members do to make your job easier to be able to help them? Well, obviously, one of the one of the things that I do as a district rep is process grievances. To have as much information about a grievance is so helpful to us as district reps because one thing people don't might not fully understand is that a grievance. Think about it as a grievance is is a petition to a court, you know, like a lawsuit. You've got to prove your case, and that's what we have to do as a union. So if you say, "Hey," The company violated the contract here. They didn't, they didn't do this or they didn't do that. We have to have all the proof because eventually if the grievance goes all the way through the steps, we're going to be in front of an arbitrator and we're going to have to prove to the arbitrator that the company violated the contract. And that burden is on us. And I think a lot of the membership doesn't fully understand that. So when it comes to flight information, statements, anything like that, we need all the information we can get, even if even if you think it's not that big of a deal. Oh, well, you know, the Otis just says it left five minutes late. Well, that five minutes late can make a big difference. And to be able to prove that, to have the, you know, the paperwork to show, yes, here's, it's documented, it left five minutes late. That can, you just never know how important that could be. Here might be some terms that people might be able to understand. Consider yourself a, de a defense attorney and they are your client. And you always hear that defense attorneys just want you to be transparent with them. They can fix whatever they know, but they can't fix what they don't know. That is absolutely right. At the end of the day, we want to help every member that we represent. I mean, our number one job and priority is to uphold the contract, but we do that through representing each individual member. You're absolutely right. If we don't know the full story and you're holding it back from us, I can't tell you how many times I've been in system boards and arbitrations where 
the company brought something out that we didn't know that if they would have told us, we could have been a lot more prepared while they're on the witness stand being questioned by the company attorney. Excellent information. One more thing before we go, and we haven't touched on this at all, but it seems like you've run the gamut on different types of union positions getting up to where you are now. What advice would you give to those that want to make that step? And then what are the steps to be able to do so, to go up to a station rep, alternate, and then eventually a district rep? Well, I've always told people, anybody who wants to get involved, we want to do whatever we can to help you get involved. And there's no experience necessary. We we will give you all the training that you need if you want to get involved. So the first thing I would encourage anybody to do is reach out to your local rep and say, hey, what can I do to help? I want to be more involved. And that's the first step. And from there, you know, we'll find something for you because we need more people getting involved and we want more people involved. You might see something in someone that you would think that they'd be good for a certain committee and that would be a good stepping stone just to be able to be around the office and be around more of the district reps and see where their strengths and weaknesses are. Absolutely. We've got several different committees. We've got, uh, there's a lot of things that, that you could do within the union, not just necessarily being a union rep. So reach out to your local rep and say, hey, I want to get involved. Maybe it is being an alternate rep for them, but maybe it's serving on a committee. Maybe it's, you know, in some other form or fashion that you can help benefit the local and all the membership. All good stuff. Tyler Clough, District 6 representative. Thanks so much for coming in the break room. You're very welcome. Glad to be here. Thanks to our guests for coming in the break room today. And we would especially like to thank you, our brothers and sisters, for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the In the Break Room podcast on Apple, Spotify, and Google. You can find an archive of all the episodes we've done, and new ones will magically beam to your phone or computer when new shows are dropped. Also, leaving us a review wouldn't hurt. Let us know what you'd like to hear more of, or less. Go ahead, we can handle it. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel at TWU local 555 while we're at it bookmark twu555.org in your browser and check it often got the latest updates from the leb there's an online version of our contract you can read arbitration rulings and learn about various committees maybe there's one you want to get involved in maybe you're thinking of making a move there's a great seniority tracking tool that's going to be a good start to help you make that important decision and make sure you're signed up for text message updates from our negotiating committee It's a long process, and we want you to be informed every step of the way. Thanks for listening to In the Break Room. For Al Days, I'm Eric Peterson. Stay safe. United. Invincible. Invincible.